Wandering Journo at Stories That Matter Studios. I'm Nance Haxton, and this is The Streets of Your Town. The podcast that takes you on an audio journey through theatre of the mind, highlighting a different slice of Australian life each episode. Today, we head to the streets of New York's financial district to meet Maggie Palmer, the Australian journo taking her startup idea to one of the toughest cities in the world. Rather than sit back and complain about the pay gap between men and women, she's decided to do something about it. Her company, Pep Talk Her, aims to destroy the gender pay gap by empowering women globally. And she tells us how the ultra-competitive nature of New York is proving to be the perfect place to start her worldwide campaign. Maggie Palmer, founder of Pep Talk Her. So tell us a bit about uh, your move to New York City to begin with. Here we are. Well, yeah, where are we here in New York? Well, we're kind of, I guess we're in downtown New York. We're sort of in between Soho, Tribeca and the West Village. Kind of Tribeca, but we're not far from the West Village. Because it's very much a city of villages, isn't it, New York? And they're very distinct in their character and who lives there and what goes on there. Yeah, so when we first arrived, we lived in the West Village, so it's pretty good. I was a 10-minute walk to work, just up the road. And we've recently moved across Manhattan, across the island, to the East Village. Uh, and as you know, I know you visited the East Village, and it's, they're very different. So West Village is where Hugh Jackman lives, mm. and a lot of, a lot of the um, celebs in New York live there because it's beautiful. It's really, it's really green. Magnolia Bakery's there, the famous Sex in the City cupcake shop. Whereas the East Village is more grungy. I kind of compare it to Redfern in Sydney, mm. I guess, like a bit more kind of hipster but there's more bars and just a different feel but yeah every different neighborhood in New York is so different so yeah. on, on the streets of your town we often talk about you know what your favorite parts yeah. of where you live or the favorite street your favorite mm. district what would can you can you pin it down to one in a place as diverse as New York yeah that's hard isn't it I mean I loved living in the West Village it was so beautiful and it was quite quiet like it wasn't that noisy so it was a bit of a haven in crazy crazy New York City but I had to say, being in the East Village is awesome. It's so vibrant. You're close to the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, I love Soho as well. I'm a big foodie, so Soho's nice to be able to go to all the restaurants down there. So I probably haven't really answered your question. I don't really have one favourite. <laughs> is there a place that you go to for a walk to get away from it all in New York? Is there such a thing? Yeah, no, absolutely. There's beautiful running tracks down along the Hudson and the East River, so it's nice to go down there. And obviously Central Park is always beautiful. They have this great thing in New York, the city bikes. So you can just sort of jump on a bike if you have a subscription and kind of drop it off wherever. So I love getting on my city bike and I try not to get the subway. It's a bit dingy and a bit stinky for my liking, so I prefer to cycle. Which yeah, is some nice. of the uh, smells of New York, I have to say, are pretty, pretty out there. You pretty could do a whole podcast on the smells of New York, Nan. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Walked, I walked through Chinatown to get to the Brooklyn Bridge and, well, that was, yeah. See, Chinatown's fun too. Again, like the custard tarts, they're so good in Chinatown. <laughs> so here we are. This is sort of a bit more of the financial district kind of around here. Yeah, that? it's more of a business end of town. So we're probably in a 15 minute walk down to the World Trade Center. But yeah, Tribeca is where a lot of the big businesses sort of start and then they filter down all the way down to the financial district, down to Wall Street and stuff like that. And how does, uh, tell us about your business, the Pep Talker. How did that come to be? 
Yeah, so I was a journalist for a really long time in Australia and um, overseas as well, which I loved. It's the best job in the world, I reckon you've got, Nets. Um, and I still moonlight occasionally as a journo, but, but my real passion is kind of like helping women to remember how awesome they are because I noticed in my career a lot of my colleagues or friends I just noticed that their confidence was really down and I think that the media industry was a big part of that. Um, so yeah, so we're on a mission to close the gender pay gap basically. Um, so we run in-person in, in training, trainings for corporates, so on how to present or speak with confidence and negotiation and confidence and then we're also building out an app that will offer those services using artificial intelligence. So how would the app work for that? How can that help? people close the gender pay gap I suppose. Yeah so it's kind of, so I guess ultimately it'll be an app that will let's say you're using it Nance every week will be like hey Nance how's it going what are you really proud about this week and you'll say for example well I'm in New York I've recorded a couple of podcasts I won an award and then it'll ask you that every week and next week you'll be like I filed an exclusive story or next week I got a new client so you'll have this dossier of achievements that you'll build up time, as time goes on and then come pay rise or promotion time you'll have a big list of the things to remind you of actually you really are awesome and you have contributed a lot of value so you can kind of put your case forward with more qualitative and quantitative data. Because women are not great at remembering that stuff generally are they? It's the little details that they're getting it. Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, obviously there are women that are very confident and there are men that, you know, don't have much confidence. But certainly for me, like, what I'm interested in is really, is really helping women to, to feel empowered, to, um, to back themselves, to get the raises and to get the promotions because we know it's a big problem globally, you know. And, and is New York a good place to get that going, do you think? Yeah, so the idea came to me when I was in Australia um, and I did an accelerator there, but I guess a big part of the reason for us moving to New York was the market's a lot bigger here, so we're really really building a product for the US market because we know that if it works here, it will work in Australia, but we weren't sure that it would work in the reverse. And it's a great, I love being here and working here. I work out of the wing, which is an all-female co-working space, and that's an amazing environment to have these discussions and connect with other women um, who are sort of building their own businesses. And, and I think it's interesting being here with Trump in power because a lot of people are like, how could you move to New York under Trump? And we did reconsider, I have to say, but equally there's a real an activism culture that's kind of bubbling along and people want change. So it's really, um, it's a real privilege, I guess, to witness that and to be a part of that. Do they really value that entrepreneurship here in the States a bit more, do you think? hundred percent. You know, I mean, there's an amazing, you know, entrepreneurial and startup culture in Australia, don't get me wrong, and, you know, I loved being part of that and still connect with a lot of those people that I met in Australia, but I think being in New York is just a whole other level. I think um, when you tell people you're running a business here, they're like, of course you are. You know, of course you're doing that. Whereas in Australia, I found there was more people like, how could you quit a really great, you know, um, solid nine-to-five job? How could you do that? Mm. Um, so it's just, it's just a cultural difference, I suppose. So how long do you think before you can get your idea up and running? Do you have sort of the firm plans or is it hard when things are in development as well? Yeah, so we've, we've built an, uh, they call it an MVP, so like a first version of the product, and it was really, really terrible. So we're fixing that, which is good. Um, and we're launching the Pep Talk and podcast in a couple of months' time, so we're profiling high-profile people um, about their experiences with negotiation and imposter syndrome. Uh, so that's going to be really fun, so watch this space for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, people can head to peptalker.com and kind of register if they want to be kept in touch with, you know, the progress and... Um, 
yeah, we, like they can follow us on Instagram, which is which is a really fun medium to connect with people. And it's so funny when I moved to New York, one of our followers on Instagram from Pe- at Pep Talker messaged me and was like, "Oh, you live in New York now? Let's catch up." And I was like, "How did we get followers from New York when we were in Australia?" So yeah, it's so awesome <coughs> to be starting this in you know a time where people are so connected via social media and yeah, it's you exciting. Be, you'll be in New York for a little while. I think so. Yeah, we really love it over here. Um, Australia is amazing though, it does make you realise Australia is 100% the best country in the world. You know? What are some of the things you miss? I miss the beach. I really miss the beach. We lived in Bondi before we left, um, so I really miss the beach. Um, and my little nephews and family, of course. So, but you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's only a 24 hour flight away, so it's not too bad. <laughs> Whereas if you tell people here, they're like, what? Oh my gosh, I know. I know. If you tell people here that you're going to Canada, they look at you like you're crazy. A three hour flight? What? Americans don't travel that much. Yeah, it's interesting. Beautiful. Well, look, thank you for that. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us on the streets of your town, the good things and the bad things about New York? Yeah, I mean, I think um, there's good and bad parts of every city I suppose um, but yeah I mean one from again from a gender perspective one thing that's really interesting is New York has just passed the legislation so that when you're in a pay uh, sorry a, a job interview it's actually illegal now for employers to ask you what you were paid at your previous job because one of the challenges that women have um, is that we know that even as women leave university and start graduate jobs there's a pay gap even then so I know a lot of people say, well, there's, you know, the gender pay gap only exists because women have children. That's actually not true. The statistics show us that in the UK, the Department of Education did a study, and I think there's about a 16, uh, sorry, 1,600 pound difference between graduates. So I'm not across the exchange rate, but that's probably about two and a half, three grand Australian. So that gap starts then as soon as people graduate when, you know, in large part probably a lot of those graduates don't have children so and it kind of grows from there and what what was happening in New York and certainly around the world was that if you went for a, a job um, at a media network here in New York they'd ask you what you paid and if you told them they'd anchor your new salary based on that which inevitably unfortunately um, in a lot of cases would be lower than your male counterpart and so that was perpetuating the gender pay gap so it's really it's really interesting to see that New York has kind of implemented that progressive policy um, and I think, you know, I think we're going to see that happening more and more around the world. That was Australian expat Maggie Palmer speaking to us from Manhattan. Streets of Your Town is produced by Nance Haxton, a.k.a. The Wandering Journo, with production assistance from Michael Adams. That's it for this episode. I'm Nance Haxton. Stay up to date with the latest episode of Streets of Your Town by subscribing on your podcast app on iTunes or SoundCloud. See you next time.